There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. So... Apparently, a lot can be determined about your personality and your risk-taking behaviour based on what you're ordering at the bar uh, or ordering and drinking uh, on an evening. Remember, always drink responsibly, but we're going to be talking to a postdoctoral researcher who has looked at the link between your beer and your risk-taking behaviour. That'll be after 10 o'clock this evening. Also on the show, if you cannot get abroad to go on holidays or to go travel and it's making you sad, stressed and depressed, you can travel the world from the comfort of your home using hypnosis apparently they're calling it mind travel and some people are saying it's exactly the same as going on holidays you're going to hear from one person who uses this on a regular basis to travel the world in her mind joanna's her name she'll be on later and the darwin awards are back this evening so if you've seen anyone or anything that just brings humanity down to a level of stupid you didn't know we could get to let us know oh eight seven six seven nine seven one oh four this is Room 104 with Cormac Moore and Sir Long with Play Blue, Ireland's favourite online adult shop. Visit playblue.ie today. FM 104. And how are we for the Thursday? We're good. I'm actually not awake that long, to be honest. <laughs> okay. I just had one of those days where, well, nights where I decided to just watch a ton of TV shows and not sleep till seven this morning. So I didn't wake up until, yeah. was it three o'clock? Maybe three o'clock. <laughs> Is it, what, 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 what time did you sleep at? I think I slept at about seven. Right, okay. Seven this morning. Well, and then I woke now. up. Yeah, I woke up then about three. So I got my good eight hours or whatever, nine hours sleep. Yeah. Um, so I'm very refreshed, but I don't feel like I'm awake that long. I haven't had my oh, breakfast no. yet. Yeah. Right. Well, but no good besides that. Well, um, I suppose that's kind of... I haven't had one of those nights now in a long time. You know, the the, the, the lockdown has completely changed everyone's sleeping patterns for the best of times but I mean yeah I haven't gotten that bad I've gotten a little bit better I'm getting to sleep before 4am now which is nice well that is good I think the the best thing about people still working from home is if you are working late you can kind of get away with doing the kind of hours I'm sleeping because no one actually knows because you're not seeing anyone so I know I've just broadcasted (laughs) to everyone but you know usually you wouldn't have to tell anyone you can be a lazy you know what in the yeah. comfort of your own home. It's great. Well, at least that's good. At least that's good. Um, you might have seen this video pop up a little bit earlier on. Well, only in the last hour or so. Let me just play this for you if we haven't already heard this. Uh, the beautiful people in Dal Aaron are having a very tough day. 
Minister Eamon Ryan. Uh, Eamon. <laughs> so uh, Eamon Ryan, leader of the Green Party, had fallen asleep <laughs> in the middle of the of the doll and proper fallen asleep to the point where he had to be waking, woken up to cast a vote. Now, don't worry, these poli- it wasn't an important vote at all. It was just a vote to protect workers. Maybe people like you bring up the, the wage to 12.30 an hour, bring in more protections around workers during COVID. So, you know, it wasn't very important for the majority of people in the country. But sure, look, he, he needed a few, few minutes to go sleep. Would that not infuriate most people, though, seeing that? <laughs> like, come on, you're making important decisions and you're there falling asleep. Well, not even falling asleep, he was proper asleep. I don't even think he did make any important decisions today. So, I mean, he, he just, yeah, not a good start, not a good look falling asleep on, a, like, nearly your first day at big boy school, making some votes about some, uh, the Social Democrats Workers Party, I think, or the, uh, one of the bills to bring in more protections for workers. Not falling asleep during that, it's not going to be a good look now. No, probably, probably not. But, I mean, we've all done it at some point. Yeah, well, we, we, we haven't all fallen asleep during the doll during an incredibly important vote for workers' rights, but I know what you're saying. You know, we can all succumb to the, uh, to the tiredness and fatigue of daily life. Yeah, definitely. Obviously not, you know, tev- televised, but I have fallen asleep in some very inappropriate places. Like, yeah, it's been bad. At times it's bad. And I'm not usually one of these people that can kind of just sleep anywhere. So unless I'm exhausted... I wouldn't just fall asleep in any old place. But I remember getting my hair done once. Now, it was after a very heavy night out. Anyone that gets highlights will know how long it takes. It takes kind of, you know, it could take an hour and a half, two hours to get the highlights done. I was going blonde at the time. And I was sitting there and he was talking away. And all I remember is him tapping me on the shoulder. And I don't know how long he was doing it for because I was pretty much completely knocked out. I was in the chair head tilted forward at that stage. And I think he didn't know what to do. He had to stop what he was doing. But I had some tinfoil in my hair. You know, it was, he'd, he'd started half of the head of hair. <laughs> I fell Proper asleep in the chair. Oh, it was no. very embarrassing. Yeah, he oh, was like, no. you're going to have to stay awake or I won't be able to keep doing this. <laughs> so I got some coffee into me. But that was pretty bad. I also fell asleep in a bush. Yeah, and it can never be good falling asleep into a bush. But listen, if you've ever kind of fallen asleep in a place where you probably shouldn't have fallen asleep, anywhere from the, the bus, like have you fallen asleep on the Lewis Dart or the bus and wound up just snoring and drooling on someone? Because there's nothing worse than if you're on a plane and somebody does that to you. Because one, you kind of don't want to wake them up. But two, they're wrecking your head. Yeah, that's so true. I, I've had that before where someone on a plane has, you know, their head just tilts to the side and they end up yeah. leaning on top of you and drooling. <laughs> and I'm really awkward. Yeah. I won't wake them up. I will just keep trying to squeeze into the corner and it doesn't work because then their head falls all the way down and that gets all kinds of awkward. But um, yeah, it's more so other people falling asleep on me. I'm sure I've done it to people as well, though, on a bus and stuff. Yeah. It is embarrassing. The worst thing about this Eamon Ryan situation here at the moment is the simple fact that uh, no one tried to balance anything on his head during the, the period that he was asleep. You know what I mean? Is that not kind of kosher? Is that not what we're meant to do in this in this country? When somebody falls asleep and all, everyone else is there, that you just go and start balancing. You start building a building around them made out of household items or office things and then you, you know, take it from there. Why did no one do that? That's what I want to know. Uh, yeah, I think 
they were probably trying to be professional at the time. As I said, it was televised, so it's a little bit different to when you know you or I would fall asleep or have someone fall asleep. But I remember, I won't name the person or they'll go mad, but at the radio awards that we go to every year, somebody yep. that works in FM 104 had um, a very jolly time, I would say, and fell asleep downstairs in front of the whole club. Like Everyone was there, dancing away, music blaring, and they'd fallen asleep. So... Me and Tara Murray, being responsible, brought this person back up to their room. But we didn't stop there. We got out the makeup and started drawing on their face oh, and lovely. taking pictures of them. So we yeah, have standard, the evidence. Standard. Yeah, yeah it, w- it was bad. But I mean, you know, I was doing eye makeup on this person. I was putting mascara on them. They were as good as dead at the time. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I did get the pictures. But I was warned not to post them anywhere. And now the big there. reveal, finally. So what show What show do they work on? Uh, they were, <laughs> will I say it? They're going to go uh, mad. You, you, you they can work say on, uh, Just say what they show work they on work on. Strawberry Alarm Clock. Okay, that could be anyone. Yeah. Could be anyone. There's four people that work on that show. There's four people that work on that show. Yeah. And you vandalise their face. But you did your civic duty. When somebody falls asleep like that, you take whatever you can find. It can be a phone or a cup or a chair and you balance it on them. Why no one did that in the doll today is very upsetting, very worrying. Yeah, it is kind of worrying. You're meant to take the time out to do that. Although the only thing is, sometimes when people are having a great time after a night out, they're easier to um, vandalise than someone maybe that just falls asleep in the doll. I'm oh, sure they're, they're always asleep at the wheel in that place anyway, so you can put whatever you want on them. They wouldn't know what's going on. But there you go. Uh, Amy Ryan, falling asleep. Um, make what that of you will, because it, was, it, was, it wasn't that important of a vote. It was just a vote for workers' rights. And we know in this country we don't like workers' rights. So there you go. We go to Apple. Take your money back from us now. Do you want rights, Diaz? No, would you get away out of that? I'm going for a little nap. You can get your rights some other time. But uh, that's the crack anyway. If you have ever fallen asleep in an, in an awkward situation, whether it was on someone on the bus, whether it was uh, like... There's lo- it happens to everyone at the best. So at least once in their life, I think people fall asleep on the train or the dart or the night link and wind up in a place that they really shouldn't be and they miss their stop and then it's just an absolute nightmare. I had a friend of mine who woke up in the uh, in the depot, in the Dublin bus depot after a night and he was like, what in the name of God am I doing here? So uh, we all have our mishaps when it comes to falling asleep. Let us know. Drop us a WhatsApp. 87 104. Here's St. John. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Still to come tonight, the Darwin Awards. If you see anyone that has uh, brought humanity down to new, beautiful, stupid levels, uh, you can nominate them for the old Darwin Award this evening. Right now, though, we're talking about the beautiful Mr. Uh, Eamon Ryan, who fell asleep during a sitting of the doll, voting on your workers' rights to increase minimum wages and add in more protections. Nothing too important, as you can imagine, for a politician. Fell asleep and uh, had to be woken up with uh, a bit of a, a bit of a loud calling from the head teacher that was in the room. Mr. Eamon Ryan. Uh, Eamon. (laughs) (laughs) Did the footage show him waking up? Was he in shock? Was he in a deep Uh, sleep? I I didn't see that part. The usual, just, uh, what? Oh, my God. Now, I I don't know. Maybe the aircon wasn't working in, where are they down? They're down the convention centre at the moment. But uh, there you go. There you go. Well, now, in fairness, if I had no sleep, I'm not one of these people that could just keep going. If I had a heavy night out and wasn't home till very late, the next day 
by the evening I am yeah. I could sleep anywhere. But if I didn't sleep for a random night, I'd be falling asleep all over the place. Or so maybe are you had the a bad chairs. Sleep. Maybe the chairs in the convention centre are some of the nicest, most comfiest chairs in the entire world. Yeah, because the position he was sleeping in did not look comfortable. No. It really so didn't, I hope did they it? were. No, didn't. Um, if, you've ever, if you've ever fallen asleep in an awkward situation, whether you've fallen asleep on someone on the bus or the train or on a plane or just in, in somewhere that you really probably should not have fallen asleep... Let us know. 0876797104. Dean, good evening. Dean has said, A few years ago, I went to meet my girlfriend's parents after a night out. Mistake number one, Dean. Mistake, massive mistake number one. Oh, God, I know where this is going. And we were sitting there in the sitting room watching TV and I fell asleep in front of her parents and she had to keep waking me up and I kept falling asleep. I fell asleep more than once. Oh, no. Oh, that's not good at all. I remember that teamed with the fact... A boyfriend being on their phone constantly, 24-7. Don't hey, do that in front of... being on your phone 24-7, that's fine. Not in front of your girlfriend's parents. Do not do that. Oh, yeah. Don't. Oh, yeah. So two two red flags there. Falling asleep is probably worse, though. Oh, <laughs> just definitely. When the mum and dad had to start talking to him, he's just like... Oh, yeah, you're not... Oh, God. Sometimes you just get to that level of exhaustion where you cannot keep your eyelids open. They just get so heavy and you have to like, oh, my God. I fell asleep actually at a wedding before, at the wedding table. This was, at, this no, was before didn't. dinner. This is before dinner. And I kept doing that thing of uh, pretending to, you know, when you're, you're leaning on your hand or, you know, you just kind of lean. Oh, and you kept and dropping. And to rest. No, I didn't oh, keep dropping, but I had to like close my eyes and pretend as if I was rubbing my eyes for ages just to get a couple of seconds of eyes closed to try and relieve them for a second. And then I had yeah. to wind up going to the uh, bathroom and uh, taking 10 minutes just to kind of get a proper 5-10 minutes and it was a little uh, secret power nap uh, and we were all sorted. But um, yeah, if you've fallen asleep in awkward situations, if you've pulled an Eamon Ryan, uh, if you've pulled an old Eamon uh, <laughs> and fallen asleep where you shouldn't have done, let us know. 0876797104. Lee, what's the story? How are things? Uh, I fell asleep in class. I sat at the top of the class and I had a woolly jumper on at the time, folded it up in my arms and the heating was on the radiators. I fell asleep and was snoring during the lecture. Heard the bell go off, woke up. Teacher said, I won't ask you what you thought of the class. <laughs> oh, no. Actually, do you know what that reminded me? I remember falling asleep in first year during English yeah. class and similar thing happened, except they were talking, you know, they were reading a story or something and... The teacher had obviously seen I'd fallen asleep, so then she called me out and she said, what do you make of whatever happened in the in the story? And I didn't process any of it, so nothing went into my head. So I didn't yeah. even know what the characters' names were. So she, she said, you know, what do you think of Claire's friend or whatever? And uh, I, I said, oh, I think he's... She's like, there was no he. And then they all started laughing. <laughs> I'm sure I was... I had no idea Making where I was. as you were going along. Yeah. yeah. So then, of course, she was like, right, you up the front. And it was just pure tiredness. I just fell asleep. Yeah. I nearly, I was at, um, a similar thing happened to me. I had to go in a previous life, in a previous job. I had to go for training over in Manchester for a day. Um, and they obviously didn't want to spend too much on a hotel and accommodation. So, you know, the first day of training was, let's say, on the Friday morning. You went over the Friday morning flight. So you got the 6 a.m. flight from Dublin, Ryanair, over um, to Manchester, which is only, what, like 40 minutes away, I think? You nearly do it. Yeah, not, for, it's not no too more far. than 45 minutes flight, right? But I remember we, we, we got in, and then, so you're obviously up from like 5 o'clock 
to try and get that flight anyway. So you're four or five o'clock in the morning, went out, did that whole day's training, and then by the afternoon, again, I was doing the same thing. Eyes were forcing themselves shut in the middle of this kind of training thing, lecture thing, and I was like, oh my good God. And I did this just do the same thing of I literally drifted off once or twice in it but didn't get caught or anything but it was just oh, you, you know you get that fright you get that terrified fright yes. when you've just realised you've, you've drifted off and you're like oh my god oh my god I do it every single time I watch a film with somebody I fall asleep yeah. on them always it's just every single time it could be 6 o'clock in the day or it could be 11 o'clock at night and like that my head just drops and then you know suddenly they're like you're asleep <laughs> let's just stop the film yeah. and you get that fright of oh I'm not asleep I swear so that happens I went all on a date time. once with a girl in college before and thought it was a first date and thought you know in my ignorance and naivety that the cinema was a great date I've since learned that apparently the cinema is the worst place for a first date but I just thought you know it's a great date you know you just there's something to talk about afterwards but anyway uh, she fell asleep halfway through the movie she did not she did, oh, yeah. that's really awkward. And did did yep. you go anywhere after, or was it just see you bye? Well, I, again, I spent my time drawing dicks on her face and then balancing <laughs> a load of chairs on her head, and then after that, it just didn't really go anywhere. <gasps> Maybe she didn't actually, like the film. Like it, was, it had nothing to do with you. It had everything to do with me, because if she didn't like the film, <laughs> one, I can't pick a movie that she enjoyed, and two, why am I bringing someone to the cinema for a first date, which is a, apparently a cardinal sin? So, it's yeah. literally the worst idea ever. I mean, you're sitting there in silence for two hours and you don't know this person from Adam and you have to sit beside them and you don't know where to put your hand. Do you hold hands with them? Do you just keep I, them to yourself? You know exactly you where eat? to put your hand. Do you you put, where, do you, where are you <laughs> thinking of putting your hand, Saoirse? On their, we put on that their on your hand. There now? Oh, sorry, too soon. <laughs> Come on now, Saoirse. You know exactly where to put your hands on a first date in the cinema. On your popcorn and your drink or on your lap. I can't breathe. I've never been on a first date to the cinema. <laughs> well, thank God, because oh, you went God. with you and be like, oh, hang on a second. I'd end up talking the whole way through it, though. That would be my problem. <laughs> I'd be the really annoying person, and they would run. They would, or they'd yeah. fall asleep, actually. Yeah. Oh, oh look at fun. this. This is a brilliant one. Christy, Christy nearly died. I fell asleep at an outdoor party at a lake. I woke up in a tree that was leaning over the water. I was at least 10 metres high above the water. Christy, this really happened. Oh God, that's terrifying. Actually, there is near-death experiences. I fell asleep once in a hotel bath after a night out. I decided, because I don't have a bath in the apartment, that I was going to put a bath on and it would be nice yeah. and relaxing. But I obviously had been out pretty late. and I, I yeah. woke up, I had been asleep, <laughs> which is really dangerous. So yeah, don't be falling oh, asleep no. near water. We're in baths. Yeah, don't do that. Gary, good evening. What's the story? I went to Leeds for a weekend. Passed out in the toilet. I woke up after the place was closed. I was drinking oh, responsibly, no. lads. Otherwise, these things happen. One of the lounge staff found me. Haha. <laughs> I also <laughs> took a little nap in a tuk-tuk in Thailand and had a little sleep in the bushes one time when I was out fishing. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's bad. Out fishing, that's dangerous too, isn't it? Well, not if you're just fishing, like, if you're sitting down beside the sea or beside a river or whatever. I don't think it's it's too dangerous because he was able well, to... Well, if it got really dark. Well, if he goes for a sleep, a sleep in a bush, you're fine. Can you sleep anywhere, Gary? That's ridiculous. And you, it's, yeah, the funny thing bad. is you deliberately decided to go and find a bush and have a little sleep while you were fishing. Like, yeah, it was probably. it the case that you were up at four or five in the morning, Gary? We need, we need to know the details. This is ridiculous. God. 
Oh, yeah, indeed. Anyway, uh, if you've pulled a name in Ryan, fallen asleep somewhere where you shouldn't have fallen asleep, let us know. 87 And we'll read out a couple more of those messages still to come after... Uh, we're still to come in about half an hour's time. Uh, you're going to be hearing from someone who's running a kind of uh, escape room, a virtual escape room all around Dublin that you can get involved in. It's kind of like a mix of uh, an escape room and Pokemon Go that you do it in the city via your phone. Looks like a load of fun. And, you know, if you're looking for things to do during... Uh, I want to say lockdown. We're not really in lockdown, but as we're kind of sneaking out of lockdown, it uh, seems to be a good socially distant activity that you can do with yourself or the mates or the kids or whatever. Uh, FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 coming up after 10 o'clock as well. What does your choice of beer say about your risk-taking profile? A new study has been done. Always drink responsibly. Visit drinkaware.ie. But apparently the more uh, riskier types of people in the world are... Uh, kind of like a certain taste and a certain type of uh, beer and food in general. We'll be talking to someone who led that research a little bit after 10 o'clock this evening. Now we're talking about uh, times you've ever pulled an Eamon Ryan. (laughs) So if anyone didn't hear, he fell asleep today in the doll and had to be woken up. For a, a, a very unimportant vote on workers' rights, who cares about workers' rights? Doesn't matter. Fall asleep. Take choose when you take your naps. Though during the workers' rights, during the Apple tax bill, during the COVID pandemic information, and then just I don't know, don't know what you wake up for. But there you go. Um, he fell asleep. So we're just asking you if you've ever fallen asleep in places or situations where you shouldn't have fallen asleep. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Message in here from Ryan. Ryan, what is the story, sir? How are things? He says. Hi guys, I fell asleep on the way to work one morning and I was sitting on one of the high seats. It was on the bus, obviously. The bus jammed on and I fell on top of the girl sitting uh, in front of me. That is awkward. And he goes, wouldn't mind, this was 12 in the day, so you weren't in the morning. This is, this is in the afternoon. Ah, it's kind of the morning though. 12 yeah, in the day. You still get away with <laughs> it. Uh, that must have been awkward. How, how did you wrap that one up? Yeah, you know, I'd say she kind of panicked. You know, if a man comes flying on top of you, you're going to panic a little bit. Yeah, especially if you're, were you, yeah, sitting on the, sitting on the old high seats. Was that, a, was that at the back of the bus? Like, you know, those kind of raised ones at the back? But that's got to be an awkward one. Um, thank you for that anyway, Ryan. Oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Lisa, good evening. How are things? She said, I fell, a- this is a weird one. I fell asleep in my car and woke up with my engine running. I turned oh, on God. the car to heat myself up. Lisa, what's going on here? That's very dangerous, Lisa. No, I mean, are you going to presume that you fell asleep with the car not moving, as in staying still, like it was was parked and you just kind of went for a little nap, maybe? Because I always do this as well now. Anywhere I'm coming from, because I'm so, you know, stupidly addicted to the phone, I'll, I'll sit in the car in the driveway for about 15 minutes before I get up and walk into the house. Yeah, I do uh, that maybe, as well. Yeah, maybe you're you were maybe Lisa, you were just on your phone for ages and then just decided to nod off a little bit. Uh, like, how long were you asleep? Yeah, she said yes, it was parked. Phew, how long were you asleep for? Like, imagine that waking up the next morning having slept in your car. That'd be a bit weird. That'd be very weird. Yeah, I I can imagine though. I would probably do something like I jerk a little bit. My body jerks, yeah. so I'd imagine I could easily just end up moving the car in my. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I sleep. What, 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 what do you mean? Because if the uh, handbrake was on, you should be okay. But um, look, if you've ever fallen asleep in any... In any way, shape, or form, let us know. Oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one zero four. And Eamon Ryan, if you've fallen asleep uh, like Eamon Ryan did during the uh, doll sitting today, but like, were you saying seriously that you'd fear moving your car while you're asleep, as in like you'd knock yeah. off the handbrake or something? Yeah, I would if I had the engine on. Even if I was sitting yeah, oh, back, you know, yeah. lying back, I just wouldn't trust myself. You wind up knocking it into first gear and then just, oops. Yeah. See you later. Yeah, it's dangerous. <laughs> Uh, Lisa said, probably about two hours. I was in an apartment block. So you were parked up in an apartment block and uh, two hours sleeping in the car with the car running. You would have thought somebody must have seen you asleep in the car. If I walked past someone asleep, well, I wouldn't know they're asleep. The engine was running and I noticed someone was there for two hours. I'd go over and see if they're okay. It was not not to be too depressing, but that could be worst case scenario. You know what I mean? Surprised yeah. no one came over. Lisa was like, "Whoa!" Uh, and at least, none, why did none of your friends come and terrify you? You know, leg it over and go, "Ah!" That would. Oh fun. yeah, and no, that would be terrifying. Oh, or just someone trying to break into your car. Imagine someone breaking into your car when you're oh. asleep. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awkward. Freaky. This is a, this is a great one, Christy. What's the story? Is after following up 2005. After a night shift as a fireman and two fires that night, I got the train to go to my parents, about 150 kilometres away. I fell asleep in the train and woke up 200 kilometres past them, halfway across the country. Oh no. no, there's nothing worse. And depending on what time you got the train, you might not have been able to get one back. Oh God, yeah. What did you do? That's horrific. Yeah, that is horrific, isn't it? That's an awkward one. I, I've never done that before, but I've heard of a lot of people 
who have. And I've noticed as well, do you ever sit on a dart or sit on a train and see someone asleep and you kind of yeah. wonder, do they know they're asleep and do they know that one have of these stops... Have they set stops? an alarm? I always yeah. worry, have they set an alarm to wake them up when they're getting close to their stop? I've never seen anyone panic or anything, but that is a horrible story, especially after working all day. You must have been knackered. And then you miss your stop. Um, Lee has sent in a message embarrassing his brother Gary. Gary, if you're Lee's brother, he's outing you out here on the radio this evening. He has said, uh, my brother Gary, he fell asleep in a lift and weed himself in the lift in front of people. <laughs> oh, no. He said he was still young, uh, but it was still embarrassing for him, for both of them at the time. True story. How old, Lee, were you guys when that happened? Yeah, how old is, oh, I was going to say, how old is young? How young is young? That's really bad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never weed the bed, not even as a child, ever. But I heard that happens a lot, especially with guys, even adults. Yeah, missing out. I don't think I am. You've got to do it as an adult just to feel the absolute shame and humiliation as a grown man weeing your bed and going, what am I doing? (laughs) I'd rather not. Uh, listen, some people obviously have it for medical reasons and that's a different issue. Well, that's a different issue. I'm talking about just falling asleep and not making it to the toilet or after a heavy night out and, again, you just don't get up to go to the toilet. Yeah. Let us know. Have you pulled an Eamon Ryan falling asleep in an, an awkward situation? I hope this sticks. Oh, your man pulled an Eamon. Like, do we need to say Eamon Ryan or pull an Eamon? Pull, a, pull an Eamon. A, an Eamon. Pull an Eamon. Yeah. Have you ever pulled an Eamon falling asleep <laughs> in the wrong place? at the wrong time in a really inappropriate situation do let us know this evening 0876797104 uh, we've got a couple of messages in as well of the link to the video from a gentleman called Steve Brown uh, Steve Brown b- bit of a Dublin rapping legend and I just want to say that apparently apparently he's going to be on the Strawberry Alarm Clock in the Morning with Jim Jim and Nobby so if you know what I'm talking about it's probably popped up on your Twitter feed or your Instagram uh, it might have popped up on your Facebook he's uh, one of the greatest raps from Dublin of all time a young Dublin Eminem the people are calling him but uh, it is and it's really good check it out online it's called Noggin by Steve Brown it's up on YouTube as well if you want to have a look at it but he will be on thank you for sending in all the links to the videos by the way shout out to Steve Brown and everyone who's in the video he will be on with Jim Jim and Nobby in the morning so uh, do be sure to tune in to that FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 still to come on the show uh, a little bit after 10 o'clock what your beer choices say about your risk taking in life. Uh, always drink responsibly, of course, but somebody has discovered there's a link between the type of beer that you drink and whether or not you're a risk-taking individual. Uh, that'll be on at 10 o'clock this evening. Now, we just want to know, have you ever have you ever pulled an Eamon Ryan? Or are we saying just an Eamon? Just pulled an Eamon. Yeah. Just pulled an Eamon. Have you ever pulled an Eamon, a.k.a. Uh, Eamon Ryan, falling asleep in the doll today during a vote? Have you ever fallen asleep somewhere where you probably should not have fallen asleep? Uh, let us know, 0876797104. And from now on, henceforth, it shall be called Pulling an Eamon. Pulling an Eamon, uh, okay. it's a great one, yeah. <laughs> be careful if you do wind up pulling an Eamon. Make sure you know them well enough as well. Uh, I, I, Laura, we got this message, but I, I'm not 100% sure what you mean by this. I'm in my, in my car and I put the radio on and the engine off. Battery was dead. What? Had to get a taxi man to jump my car. Is this just 
this evening that this happened to you or did you fall asleep and leaving the engine running and the engine died? Uh, more information, please, Laura, but thank you very much. Claire has just sent us in possibly the greatest message of all time about falling asleep in inappropriate situations. Hi, guys. Oh, let me hear about it. Mm. Hi, guys. I fell asleep while getting my eyelashes done and I woke myself up with a snort. I gave myself <laughs> a fright, forgot where I was, and I jumped up in a panic as my eyes were taped shut and the lash technician almost stabbed my eye with her tweezers. Oh, no. <laughs> now, this is very easy to happen because you're on a comfortable bed, your eyes are closed, there's lovely music playing, it's a perfect room temperature, so if you're in any way tired, you're gone. So I totally feel your pain in that sense. God, that's so funny, though. Uh, that is very, very funny indeed. Thank you for that, Claire. Um God, if you can beat that, let us know. I fell asleep after working 12 hours, missed my stop. First time falling asleep on a train. Or was it a bus, Mark? Let us know. Oh, eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. That's annoying. That's annoying. It's an awkward place to... Especially after a long... It's always... A, yeah, you've, you're exhausted from a 12, 13, 14-hour shift. You're getting a train. and You know, sometimes you have to get a train where it changes at a certain stop. You have to get off. Otherwise, you're going to Sligo. You have to change at Clonsilla. Otherwise, you're not going to make it back that evening. Um, but our firefighter friend, Christy, has said... He originally said, after a, a night shift as a fireman, he did two fires that evening, was obviously exhausted, got up to get the train to the parents' house, was only 150k away, fell asleep on the train, woke up... 200 kilometres too late past where they were halfway across the country. Says he oh, jumped out. awful. Jumped out of the first station, started my way back. Ended up three, took taking three trains to get back. <sighs> took me all, most of the day to get to my parents. Oh, that's so bad. Like if anyone had seen him or knew what he went through that day, wouldn't you just give him a lift? That's awful. Uh, Derek messaged yeah. me in, this is so bad and this is soul destroying. Going to New York very early, got up very early in the morning, made it to the airport on time, had all his stuff with him, his passport, his bags, everything, grand, went through check-in, got a drink and everything. <laughs> Fell asleep in the airport and missed his flight. No. <gasps> Derek. Oh, my God. And I bet, you know, he probably took a picture of the pint in the airport. Oh, checked in and everything was all yeah. like, Woo. yeah. And then you have to just go home again. How soul-destroying. Absolutely soul-destroying. Thanks for that. Uh, this is a good one from Daniel. Good evening, Daniel. How are things? Stayed in an ex's... Stayed in an ex's sister's house after a night out. Cheeky boy. Got up to go to the... Go, got up to go to the toilet and then instead of going... Oh, yeah. I know where this is going. Instead of going back to bed, I got in the bath. Oh. Uh, taking, and had taken my jocks off in the process. Was woke up a few hours later with a wet face with a wet face cloth slapped to the face. Oh. That'll do it to you. Now that's Why the bat? And an ex-girlfriend's sister's house. That Why were you drama. there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huge drama. <laughs> Does the ex know that you were hooking up with her sister? Maybe that's why she was the <laughs> ex, actually. Now it's all making sense. There we go. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah thank you for that. Um, during a presentation at a work conference... I fell asleep. Completely understandable. Work conferences can be some of the most boring, stuffy, annoying things ever. Where was, Sean, thank you for that, but where was, Sean, this uh, work conference? Was it in a big room or just like a stuffy boardroom where everyone's coming up? You know, they're all like, we want to do a fun day of training. And you're like, oh, just yeah, kill me now. No. I don't care. I really don't care. Um, but yeah, happens. any other... Owen has messaged me and I have to read this out as well. Oh, Fell asleep God. in a lecture before, after a heavy night out. Uh, 
woke up by everyone laughing because I'd farted. (laughs) (laughs) I think when you do go to sleep and you're in that deep sleep, your whole body just relaxes and things can happen. An old sleep fart. The worst. Oh, own. That's awful. <laughs> was it a, a long kind of roary fart or was it like a squeaky one? Or, you know, oh, and I don't those know. lecture halls and the chairs <laughs> would add extra reverberation off it as well. So, <laughs> not a chance of you no. getting away with that one. My God. Yeah, that's bad. How annoying would you be if you were the lecturer, right? You're just sitting there and you're seeing loads of people who are falling asleep during your lecture. So, you're demoralized, but you've another 40 slides to get through. And then all of a sudden, you just say, <laughs> then everyone starts pissing themselves laughing. <laughs> You've lost it. You might as well just cancel the lecture there. You're just like, listen, we'll we'll pick this up tomorrow. Like, how can Don't you stay in there? Like, oh, did you stay for the whole lecture? How can you sit there and for the yourself. rest of that? You can't. You just can't. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> right. Uh, listen, thanks for those. Any others? Let us know. Oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one zero four. On the way next, we are going to be uh, chatting to. The person behind the Big Escape Dublin. So this seems like a pretty cool thing that you can do in the city. Um, It's kind of like taking an escape rooms, if you've ever done them and know what they're like, merging it with your phone and merging it with like nearly like Pokemon Go. It uses your GPS locations. You're discovering things around the city. You have to go to certain places. It's the the crystal maze. It's that race around the world, except it's in Dublin. Um, We're going to be chatting to Caroline from the Big Escape Dublin next here on FM104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 with Play Blue. Visit our flagship store in Tallaght or get free delivery at playblue.ie. Now, uh, we're going to be, we are joined on the line by somebody who is involved with creating a citywide escape game that involves like your phone, it involves the city of Dublin, and it involves a hell of a lot more stuff which she's going to explain to us now. But we're delighted to be joined on the line from the Big Escape Citywide Adventure game, which looks insanely good. Um, Caroline, Mary, Caroline, how are things? Good, thank you. How are you guys? We're doing yeah, good. Doing really well. Um, this, this is really intriguing. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, look, it looks really interesting. And it kind of, I don't know if I'm doing it justice by saying you're merging an escape room idea with nearly kind of like Pokemon Go, for want of a better word, in that your phone is a huge part of solving a load of challenges and, and, and quizzes and things that you're doing via this app. Essentially, yeah. So, you know, the object of the game is that you're trying to pull off a casino heist. Um, and I suppose like some of those games, you um, would have a map on your phone. So you have yeah. to go to the physical location, you know, for the, for the challenge to pop up. And that's the way that this game is run as well. So it's driven via, via your phone. Um, you're trying to visit these virtual characters who are going to give you, you know, bits of information and puzzles and challenges along the way. Because in order to pull off the casino heist, you're going to need things like the explosives for the safe door or the getaway car uh, but you need to uh, complete all of these puzzles and that um, in order to get those pieces to do the casino oh, heist that sounds like great crack it does <laughs> is there different levels to this now or is it just kind of all one one level so it does start off all in one level. Um, however, if you are an escape room enthusiast, uh, there are different kind of bonuses within it. So it, it's very much kind of a, a game that's been developed for everyone. So families can play it, groups of friends can play it. But if you are really into escape rooms and puzzles, you do have that added bonus option there as well. So it's really going to keep people engaged. Uh, so how many people can like uh, how many people on your heist team? So you can have between two and six people. Uh, per team and tickets are priced at 48 euro per team 
Um, you can also do it, you know, you've got to play anytime option yeah. or you, you can join one of our live dates then. And so where is what, it what set? Ha- Go on. Sorry. <laughs> we're, 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 we're so excited about this. For, I really want to play it. Where is it set, like, or based around? So we have 15 locations all around Ireland um, that we're going live with at, at the moment. We've got a range of dates that we have a live event date. So, in other words, you, you kind of play as part of a, a wider group. Um, so Dublin is on the 26th of September. Um, we are starting off with Athlone and Waterford on the 15th of August, followed mm. by Carlow and Killarney the following weekend. And that runs right the way up then to the 31st of October with different locations each weekend. And it's so, about in the city centre. So in, in the Dublin one, is that kind of like a league? Will there be a prize for the people or the group who does it the fastest? Yeah, exactly. So, you know... You can log on, let's say if you do a live event, you can log on anytime between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. that day. If you want to take a break in the middle and grab a pint or a bite to eat, you can, of course, do that. And we will have prizes for the team to complete it in the fastest amount of time, um, but also those who maybe get the maximum score. So even if they have taken a break along the way, they're not going to be penalised for that. I love this. Uh, my birthday's four days later, so Cormac just uh, heads oh, up. brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to sort you with some tickets then, so... <laughs> so, so what, what exactly happens at the start of this then? Well, like, if we were to... Like, can I do this tomorrow, for want of a better word? You can, of course, yeah. So our website is... And then what, what I need is, to do? So our website is thebigescape.com. You go mm. on there and choose the date that you would like to play. So if you don't want to play in Dublin on the 26th of... Uh, September with, with other teams you can just choose to play tomorrow you select the date you select the approximate time um, that you want to play it now it is flexible you know if you're a little bit late yeah. or anything like that that's totally fine you go to the starting point which is Wolftone Square um, just there in uh, Dublin 1 and when you get there you log in with the login details that you would have received so uh, once okay. you get in with that the, the information is going to pop up and you're going to have lots of video and kind of interactive elements to it's really self-explanatory then. It will explain yeah, yeah, what yeah. you need to do to go through the game. Um, it's Sounds kind of like, like the, yeah, the, the, the crystal maze. The yeah, little... it has a bit of that vibe about it, all right, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's class. I've, I've never been, I'm kind of raging, I've never been to an escape room uh, as of yet. I've been meaning to go for years, but I, I've never been, and I'm always kind of like, um, I'm going to have to get down. So have, you, have you ever like tried to yeah. do any of those? I, d- I actually, twice I was, um, I, I did a group one, there a few months back and then just before lockdown I did an escape room uh, with one other person and I absolutely loved it. It was something that you just don't tend to do. You know, weekends you tend to go to a pub or a restaurant or you know, meet your friends in a cinema or something whereas this way it's exciting and it's fun, it's different kind of thing and it gets you thinking which is well, really cool. Invite. Thanks for the invite. Sorry about that Cormac but uh, look my birthday's <laughs> coming up um, I told you you can book me these tickets no problem. We can do this together. Yeah, that that sounds cool though. So you start off Wolftone Square and you're logging in and you get your first obviously clues, which I imagine then direct you around to different locations in the city that you have to get there. And obviously once you're there, your phone knows and it'll unlock the next series of instructions and you complete it that way. How long does it usually take? So anything from normally about 90 minutes to two hours, give or take, yeah. depending on, on how quick you go through the puzzles or if you do stop for a break along the way, obviously it would take a little bit longer then. And if someone wants to rock up on their own or join a group, can you do that as well? 
Well, the teams are from two to six people, so there's nothing to stop you buying a ticket and, and absolutely taking part in it yourself. Um, yeah, Susie doesn't so have any friends, unfortunately, <laughs> Caroline, so this is an issue that we're trying to work through. <laughs> I'm sure we'll find somebody to go along with you. <laughs> but, um, it just becomes a little bit more difficult if you do it on your own, that's all. But you can still go and, and have a lot of fun. Um, like Because you're running around the city centre, we really feel it is a, a great socially distanced activity as well because you're only then with your team or with your group as you're going from point to point and you can still keep your distance from other people. So, um, you know, it, it, it is a lot of fun. We're getting a really good response for it. Yeah, it's a brilliant sure idea. Um, I'm sure there's an angle here to do some sort of like, I know obviously you're in charge of your marketing, Caroline. Don't listen to a word I have to say because you obviously know how to run your business perfectly fine and perfectly well. But um, just imagine if there was some like, is there like a charity challenge element to it where you could get, you know, I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Huge, well, huge as a company, we have worked with charities before. Um, so, yeah. we, we, you know, we certainly wouldn't rule it out. Um, as it was, we had developed this game for about 18 months to two years in production. Um, and we'd done a soft launch last year. We were due to launch it in March this year. So we weren't really too sure with the way COVID was going mm, and with the yeah. lockdown and the restrictions if we would get to, to launch it again but I'm, you know I'm delighted to say that we are and you certainly wouldn't rule out um, kind of partnering up with any charities that you know it would be a great opportunity certainly um, yeah, just that you have like a weekly leagues or whatever but that's further on down the line listen Caroline thanks a million yeah. for obviously <laughs> popping on and uh, if you're listening and you're looking for something different to do during you know lockdown and this whole COVID pandemic it is something that sounds perfectly suitable for socially distance it's getting you out it's getting you doing something different during the summer exhaust the kids running them around the city centre come back and have a little bit of uh, peace and quiet the website again Caroline before we let you go is thebigescape.com bigescape.com that seems like brilliant crack listen Caroline very best of luck with it delighted to hear it's kind of back on track somewhat with the whole situation at the moment but uh, who knows we might uh, we might be out there joining you on September we'll see how it goes listen thanks yeah, a million for popping do. on it thanks season. a million take care bye take bye. easy bye thank you bye 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 yeah does sound like good crack so um, it does it's and it's a perfect birthday present for me like this this year you can put all jokes aside don't buy me fake rats don't try and hurt my feelings or get me something that I'll hate why don't you get me something that I'd love and you can join in why why in the name of God <laughs> would I do any of that because this year has been hard enough on everyone, including us, okay? And we haven't seen each other in a long time, and I think it's a good way That's what's to get made back the year on track. Great, That's what's made the year great. <laughs> we just don't have to look at each other and can work uh, several miles away from each other every single evening. This year has been great, actually. 2020 has been brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. Check it out, uh, thebigescape.com. Uh, on the way after... At 10 o'clock, though, what does your beer say about you as a person when it comes to your willingness to take risks in life? So if you're a bit of a risk taker, apparently you like one type of drink in particular. And if you're not, well, you don't like this drink at all. Always drink responsibly, of course. Visit drinkaware.ie. But uh, let us know what you drink beer-wise on a night out. 0876797104. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com.